Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. Hey. Hey. I feel like there's always an awkward, like, amount of time between us saying, (laughs) hey guys, I'm Katie, or me saying, hey guys, I'm Katie, and you saying, and I'm Alexis, and I always, like, cut it. I think you cut it, too. Don't you edit it? No. (laughs) Um, Well, maybe, I don't know. I'm just, like, it's always, like, Well, I think that... I, I think, because actually, this past week was the first time that I had, like, besides editing the podcast, was the first time that I had listened back to an episode, like, post We hate our own podcast, and we don't listen. We are not fans. Um, but no, I think we, while you're recording it, it sounds so much more awkward. And then when you're, like, listening to it, unless, well, I guess, in a way, like, I know when it... I, I don't know, maybe I have a different perception of it, but when I was listening back, I'm like, wow, this sounds a lot less weird than, like, it feels. Not that well, it feels I also, weird talking to you, but... No, but I think as, like, podcast hosts, especially with, like, when guests are on, you're always thinking, yes. like, one step ahead. Yes. So um, I feel like that is part of, like, why it feels weird. Also, um, I have started drinking Celsius, and... To be completely honest, I've talked to Alexis about it. Like, this stuff is, like, crazy. Crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. it's truly crazy. Um, but I was drinking one while I was driving the other day, and I was like, it kind of looks like I'm drinking, drinking like, a hard seltzer and driving. Mm-hmm. Like, this is this looks like a hard seltzer. It looks like a White Claw. Anyway, um, if you guys like Celsius, let me know what your favorite flavor is, because I've tried, what have I tried? Kiwi, guava, strawberry guava, and orange. And to me, orange is not the best. It tastes like medicine, but I like the other two. So, in um, case anybody wanted my opinions on Celsius. I just, this past, like, just this week, have started drinking, I want to call, I want to say they're Aspire, but, like, with an A. I might be wrong, but they're, like, the same That's thing. That's the word Aspire. You aspire um, to, yeah. Wow, dumb. Literally <laughs> Aspire. <laughs> aspire, yeah. Okay, now that I think about it in, like, a writing sense, yeah, to aspire, Wow literal moron idiot um i was thinking inspire no no just no um but do you think that those do you think celsius is more in, well have you ever tried that no but i you do you want to know what really sold me on the celsius one is that it's trendy so that always will get me oh but God. two well if something like something like this if it's if everybody's drinking it then you know it's good like Everybody wouldn't be drinking it if it didn't taste good. But also, yes. it says it says that it burns body fat. Oh, she be skinny. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if that's, if that's okay, really happening. But you just sold it me says on. that it accelerates your metabolism and burns body fat. And if I can do that while I'm sitting, I'm gonna do it. Okay, maybe I'm making the switch. But no, like I struggle with caffeine so much. Like when me I have too. A, a like if I have a coffee, I am straight like. Well, I just get. Up. I get hit by the caffeine really quickly, and then it comes mm-hmm. down really quickly. So I try to drink them, like, slower. But mm. speaking of energy, we need to talk about what we've both been doing for lunches this week because it's good. And Okay, that was my influence, <laughs> I want to say. You are was... literally so annoying about t- <laughs> taking credit for things. The other day I made a it's meme a and sent it in, a group, in the group chat with Kennedy and Alexis. And it was Alexis's idea for the meme, but I didn't feel like I needed to say, like, it was Alexis's idea because I was sending it she in did. so they would remind me. And Alexis goes, haha, that was my idea. <laughs> I was like, all right. 
<laughs> no, I was I was more direct than that. I wasn't like, haha, it was my idea. I was like, um, yes, thank you. I I had such a great yeah, idea. Like, thank yes. you. That was my idea. It's really funny. Like, yeah, you should have given credit. Wow, stealing ideas. <laughs> I'm stealing your idea to eat lunch. <laughs> anyway, do you want to talk about your idea? Your um, revolutionary lunch idea? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are going to be so, shocked. You better, you better start taking notes. This one's so shocking. Like, I was, like, thinking about how, like, you know, sometimes midday I get hungry so I like Whoa. came up with this. Whoa. I came up with this great idea of like eating lunch. <laughs> no, literally, Basically, no. Like neither of us um, eat lunch. Like I would wait. I would let myself get like to the point where I was so hungry because I just did not want to cook myself lunch. But me, now me gatekeeping, to. me gatekeeping you eating lunch. <laughs> That's literally what's happening. Um, but no, I made like I made a video about it. Go, go check it out. Huh. Um, it's me making five like meal prepped meals basically but they're like they're snacks. just kind of like yeah it's kind of like a like a snacky lunch or like a little like lunch yeah, box lunchable. with like some yeah. yeah an adult lunchable situation but yeah. it's just so much like for for somebody who works from home you feel like you don't it's need to so like hard. quote meal prep or anything because yeah. like you're just going to be in your house but stopping to like actually make a meal or go pick up a meal for lunch really Sometimes it's just not a reality. So, yeah, I stole the idea from Alexis. God forbid. Um, Good Lord. Lunch (laughs) Um, TM. And I bought, like, a bunch of random things that I like. So I got, like, some smoked salmon, some turkey, those little, like, baby bell cheese things, which Mm -hmm. I could eat 15 of those in one sitting. And, like, just some crackers and, like, I don't know, pickles. Oh, wait. Wait, I do have an update about my one for my video. Oh, okay. Um, I did not think about, well, I kind of had this theory, and then I was like, hmm, we're just going to see how this goes. Um, I put uh, nuts, like flavored nuts, in the same container as turkey. Oh. And the, literally, it was yesterday, I literally just had to throw out the nuts, because the nuts were straight up, like, squishy, like, yeah, so just think about, like, because I had, I had the forethought of, like, okay, well, I shouldn't put, like, salami in the same one as, like, my strawberries, because I don't want some strawberry, like, flavor, or, like, salami-flavored strawberries, but I didn't think about the moisture levels, so think about that when you're cultivating <laughs> Alexis lunch. is literally the lunch expert, so you better listen. <laughs> Alexis literally that, like, invented my lunch. So, mm-hmm. lunch no, TM. Yeah, but I have, it's been great for me and it's been making me actually eat lunch, which is awesome because before I literally just wasn't eating lunch and I would just yeah. um, like literally starve myself until like 4 p.m. on accident. Yeah. And then I would get really hungry and then I would eat dinner at 5 p.m. And then when you well, eat dinner me, at 5 p.m., you know you're going to be snacking, which is not good. Yeah. And like part of my problem is I would like, because I don't really. I'll eat breakfast sometimes when I, like, feel like it, but that's not a consistent thing for me. So then it would be, like, 3 p.m. I've had a full day of working or school or whatever I have, Mm -hmm. and I start seeing literal stars and feeling like I'm going to pass out because I'm, like, low blood sugar. And then I I said this in my TikTok, but, like, I run to the kitchen and, like, make dino nuggies, and that was starting to become, like, a consistent thing where I'm, like, 
rushing to the kitchen like I know I and then you're like something. eating so much and you're like eating while yeah. you're like making your food I did the same exact same thing yeah but do you want to go ahead and tell everybody who the guest is today since you Alexis yes, oh I don't am... worry guys Alexis also found this guest thank you this whole this episode is, is sponsored by Alexis <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've been asking for. I like would um, be nowhere without Alexis like to be completely honest like I think I would be dead in a ditch I mean, I mean honestly so, truly that anyway. you have you have me to thank for everything literally everything um Literally, but okay. I'm actually. I mean, okay. That sounds like I'm not excited for other guests. I've been very excited. I think we've been low key killing it with the guests mm-hmm. recently. But I'm super excited about this guest because she is a SCAD alum. Um, we have this thing at SCAD called Guest and Gusto, which is low key kind of a stupid name, but it's a great thing that ha- that happens at SCAD where they have alumni come um, and just give like uh, talks about their career or um, their entrepreneurial like ventures um and Brittany uh I believe she was she'll tell us in the we haven't recorded the interview yet so we don't know what exactly she'll say but um in my guest and gusto uh interview that we had um at SCAD that I attended um she talked to us about how uh her time at SCAD kind of influenced her career and ended up she uh created her business Ani and Co um which is a ecologically friendly candle business mm-hmm. um she also works i believe full-time potentially part-time as a fashion um tech designer That's which cool. i think is so cool yeah, um and I'm i know that, I, about that yeah and i know that scad influenced that a lot obviously i believe that her uh, her major was some some way related to fashion uh, but she also, I think in the, the interview that I listened to, she talked a lot about just kind of like managing her time and managing um, running a business while also working full time, which I think is like, I mean, we've talked about that so much on the podcast in general, but um, I think that's such an interesting thing to hear from different people and like different yeah. perspectives. Absolutely. But yeah, so obviously we don't know what the what the content is gonna be great. quite yet because yeah but I already know it's amazing um because she is so cool and genuinely like a role model of mine Aww. so yeah love it okay um yeah so keep listening to hear what she had to say but before we get into that I want to read a review because we've been slacking Aww. on reading the reviews but we have a cute one that I yeah. uh, went and read today when I was feeling like uh, crap about myself so anyway um <laughs> <laughs> so it says love 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 I just discovered you ladies. In two days, I've listened to 20-something episodes. I've learned so many things and started following a lot of your guests. This is the best podcast I've heard in a long time. Thank you for all the tips. Definitely helpful for my small business. And then her Instagram username is at FancySociety19. She said, stay fancy. Janie. 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 J-A-N-I. Smiley face. So thank you. We love you. Janie? Janie? I'm I'm sure it's Janie. Janie? I feel like it's Janie. I'm so sorry, Because I feel like it's, like, Jamie. like JC, but, like, Janie. I feel the same way. But I thank you, at Fancy Society 19 I know I'm pronouncing that right. Um, again, we love a rating and a review. Um, we thrive off a rating, and we live for a review. So if you guys are just sitting here and you're listening and you're like, I'm bored. I have something that you could do. <laughs> guys, you should leave a rating and a review. <laughs> Remember, you can rate on Spotify. It literally takes negative one second. And same thing with rating on Apple and leaving a review. It'll take like two minutes and it'll boost our egos. Mm-hmm. Why not? You know, because you mean? know we we do be sad sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, 
help. Really. Alex is like guilting everyone. <laughs> Can you please help? No, Guys, but seriously, I, if you enjoy the I'm podcast, you you do need to uh, leave a rating or review because it really means a lot to us. And it helps us and it helps more people find the podcast. So we appreciate it. Um, but mm-hmm. I guess we should go ahead and get into the episode so you guys, oh, I just lost all my words, so you guys can hear from Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yes. Yeah, so happy to be here, guys. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to have a SCAD <laughs> alum. I feel like, I don't even, I don't even know how it feels. It's like, <laughs> especially because with SCAD, it's, I'm doing it online, so I never talk to anyone that goes to SCAD besides my like uh, classmates. <laughs> so yeah. You also you have so much school pride, Alexis. I have none. Really? Literally negative school pride. <laughs> well I go to I go to UF online and I already don't like UF because I'm an LSU fan. And then it's online. So I'm like, I don't have any school pride. I have a lot of school pride for my undergrad, but not for I'm school. just here literally. So. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just getting my degree. Can you guys please all like leave me alone? I love my professors, but it's just it's a weird thing. But Alexis has a lot I of school pride. Immense. Well, also partly because my undergrad degree, I didn't give a shit about. So, like, I mean, I I cared about it, but I didn't like love my school. I mean, it's okay. But SCAD, I like a lot. So really, very yes. Mm -hmm. That's good. I mean, like, I I felt like I was very neutral at SCAD. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I, like, I was happy to be there, of course, but, like, right. I was just mm-hmm. like, all right, yeah, I'm going to school, and I'm going to do, like... Going to SCAD. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. going to, you know, just do what I love to do. I'm <laughs> just really school. here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, see, that's kind of how I feel about UF. I'm like, they're just, like, a means to a degree for me. Like, I don't feel, like, super... Right. Like, I, I don't hate... I don't hate my school, but I feel kind of neutral. Yeah. Anyway, after we've uh, discussed our <laughs> schools for a minute, um, Brittany, why don't you go ahead and introduce everybody, uh, I mean, introduce yourself to everybody, and tell us a little bit about your business for anybody who might All not right. know. right, so you guys already know I am a SCAD alum. Um, I majored in <laughs> fashion design, so I have my um, BFA in that. Um, I own a small business called Ani & Co. We sell um, candles and a little bit of bath goods. So we're located in Brooklyn, New York. I lived in Atlanta for a little bit, so we just moved here. Well, not just, but we've lived here for three-ish, four years, give or take. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really it. Um, I do still work in fashion, so I'm a busy gal. <laughs> I can't like seem to just like rest at all, ever. I'm always doing oh, something. <laughs> we know we know the feeling. We know that yeah. all too well mm-hmm. here, yeah. I've had, I was uh, actually talking to a friend the other day, um, it wasn't a friend. That's a lie. It was my therapist. Um, <laughs> I was talking to my therapist about how, like, my friends have said, like, I just can't picture you ever, like, not doing a thousand things at once. So I was like, that is just who I am. <laughs> I, even though when I'm doing it, I'm like, this is too much. Wait, I still well, what is your sign? Maybe it has something to do with your sign. I'm an Aquarius. Maybe that's why. I'm a Capricorn, but, like, I just, I just like to do stuff. Yeah, I, I'm an Aquarius, and then I'm a Leo rising, and then a, uh, an Aries Whatever the moon. Yeah. Wait, Leo. No, what? Not moon. Aries moon. Sun. No. Wait. I don't ever know any of that. I just know what I it am. It goes. It goes. <laughs> sun sign. Sun. Moon sun moon rising. rising. Yeah. I'm a Leo moon and then an Aries rising. Nobody cares. Anyway. I still have to figure that. <laughs> um, <laughs> love it. So okay. So what gave you the idea to start Ani and Co in the first place? Kind of where did that come from? How long have you been doing it? Kind of what's the story behind? So that? literally, my senior collection. Um, we're always tasked at SCAD to like, you know, complete all this lump sum of like grand work within like a very short period of time. Um, Very challenging. But 
during that process, I started realizing um, what I was connecting to, which was like nature and like my culture. Um, my mm-hmm. background is Caribbean. So my, my mom is from Trinidad and my dad's from Haiti. And I never really like mm-hmm. tapped into the culture, really. Um, I just knew that was my background, but I never knew like who I was. Um, mm-hmm. So in my yeah. senior year, my collection was solely, it had nothing to do with my culture. Let me just say that now. <laughs> but <laughs> it was mainly inspired by nature um, and influenced by like Japanese like fashion and like Japanese like apparel. So I started like getting fascinated with like trees and like there's this, I can't remember the name of the tree, but there's this tree in Atlanta that I was just so in love with. And every year at fall, it would just start peeling and peeling and peeling. I'm like, that's so mm-hmm. cool. Like I never knew like, I don't know anything about trees. Like I'm Nature not like, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just so beautiful to see like stuff that just happens naturally um, that people don't really like pay attention to all the time. So that kind of sparked right. my interest into like nature and just being like a naturalista is what I like to call myself. So after my senior collection, um, I started deeping, di- diving deeper into like plants and like certain things that like benefit like our body um, in comparison to like what we use in the stores. And I was like, you know, Mm-hmm. what what can I do with this that like I kind of gravitate to in my home um, that I could kind of like translate into my own like brand or whatever that might look like so I started testing candles and I started testing like soaps and like different things and candles was like the first thing that kind of like stuck with me I obviously love candles um, I worked at a boutique so that's another thing that kind of influenced it because there were mm-hmm. candles there and I'm like oh this is fun this is cool like I like right. this um and i made it i literally made it my own um the brand overall is based around nature so a lot of the fragrances that i offer are inspired by the ocean or um, my culture or like just certain things that um i cross every day like literally especially here in new york like it's busy streets all the time so like you know, I may see like something that somebody's wearing or like a color that may influence like a fruit or whatever that I kind of want to translate into a candle. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how it started. <laughs> so I don't I don't remember we recorded the intro earlier and I don't remember if I said this, but uh, I found you through a, like talk basically that was through SCAD. And I, I vaguely remember that you were talking about like when you're creating the scents that you use a lot of um memory based and that you want um like the the customer to kind of have that illicit memory how do you how do you kind of go about doing that so it's really challenging um when i first started i did a lot of uh, custom pieces or like custom um just Mm -hmm. orders in general that were like based Mm -hmm. on like certain scents so let's just say like you were like oh um my grandma she smells like lilies but like not mm-hmm. just like any typical lily that's like lily with lemon or like something that's you know mm-hmm. and that's where like i would get the the motivation or like the the mood to like kind of create that sense so yep. a lot of my fragrances again too um this is like a scad thing we were always taught to like have a mood board and i kind of took that with me in creating candles so like every mm-hmm. single scent has a mood board um that kind of mm-hmm. translates like the feel of it and like what you're supposed to kind of like you know, everybody feels and smells differently. So what you're going to kind of take that in as when you burn the candle or like when you experience the whole collection. Um, Mm -hmm. I like to evoke a lot of scents that remind me of certain places or gift that to people because people are like, oh, I've never been to New York. What does New York smell like? I'm not going to say garbage, but you know. (laughs) Hot garbage. (laughs) And and subway. (laughs) Dead rat. Yeah, like I'm not going to say that. 
exactly exactly yeah. i'm gonna try to try to evoke the the most the, the good, good the parts good part, of right. new york um right. yeah. yeah certain countries um like the beach all of that like i try to like evoke in my sense so that you're kind of in that mood and you could literally like reclaim your peace within the moment so Mm-hmm, definitely yeah. I love that and I feel like I feel like I feel like when we were talking or I was not talking I was listening um <laughs> dad but you were talking about how like um it's not just like lemon you know like it's not yeah. like you smell it like yep that's a lemon yeah like, there's like you know going back almost to your final project of like the layers between it mm-hmm. you know it's it's a deeper meaning almost behind this can't even though it's a candle that you light there's more of like a purpose behind it absolutely love yeah which which you'll see that with most candle brands too a lot of the time like you Mm -hmm. you may smell like one signature like note but most of the time a lot of people don't know that candles have different layers to them so like there's a top Mm -hmm. a middle and a base and mm-hmm. that, that can go, that can range from anything. So like your top could be a lemon and your middle could be like a cedar wood and your base could be like a sage, you know? So like, it may not yeah. smell like all of it, but it's in there, so. Right. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And I feel like, like you said, you're creating a mood board, you're kind of trying to like tie things to a memory or like a feeling. Right. So I feel like the process must be pretty long for you, like testing things and making sure you get them right. Absolutely. So kind of describe the process of, okay, you have an idea, you want to make a New York candle that doesn't smell like garbage. Okay, then how do you get to the, you know, like what's the process between that idea and then getting to the actual candle that you're selling? So it's funny you say that. So I'm going to actually flash some candles I'm testing. Oh, please do. So this is this is a sneak peek. So you guys get the exclusive. Let me just say that. <laughs> I'm rebranding the whole brand. I think I mentioned it at SCAD, like the little chat, yep. but this is what they'll look like. Um, the, there's no label on them right. yet. So we're still like designing, but I'm either deciding between a wooden wick or a double wick. Um, mm-hmm. So just to give you context on that, they both work great. Like they both melt evenly. They're doing what they need to do. Um, but when I come to conclusions like this, or when I have to test like this, it's for a lot of things. So this is really just for wicks and the wax itself. Um, the wax mm-hmm. is different in this one. I test, I literally have jars and jars everywhere. Like <laughs> they're everywhere throughout the house. So I test for um, how strong a scent is, how even the wax mm-hmm. is like um, boiling, how even the wax is melting. <laughs> um, yeah, and what the, like how strong the actual fragrant is, um, cause different waxes kind of like perform differently. Um, but when it comes to mm-hmm. me trying new scents, I, it has to do with percentage of like how much I'm pouring in my studio. So a lot mm-hmm. of the time, some makers, you'll see like some candles, like some soy wax candles, for example. Um, some of them are like lumpy at the top. Let me show you. Yeah. Show you. I don't know if you could see it, but this is kind of lumpy at the top. You could kind of oh, yeah. see it in there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. Like if ever you right. buy like a soap, there's nothing wrong with it. It's it's, nat- it's totally natural. Um, it's just something that happens because it's a natural based candle. Um, but with fragrances, that matters. So if I put too much oil in there, it'll get lumpier and you'll start to see like different holes mm-hmm. everywhere. So that's kind of like a part of the testing. Um, and then I always test like, hmm, if I want this to smell like more citrusy, I'll play around with like different citrus elements aside from lemon and grapefruit. Mm-hmm. I might do like a peach in there or like mm-hmm. a bergamot, like some like some other mm-hmm. element that I can mix to make it 
to make the impression like stand out like what I need it to be. Um, so it's a lot right. of like iterations. Yeah, rather than just pouring more oil of what you already have. Exactly, yeah. like kind of just taking what I like yeah. from the, the base and just like infusing yeah. it whatever it needs. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically it. Um, it's definitely like is, more than like, five. <laughs> how long does that process like take usually from like, I have an idea, I'm now selling it? So usually this phase right now is different. So I'll talk about what I'm doing like currently with like everything that I'm mm-hmm. doing on the website now. Um, it usually takes for a new scent, it'll take me like almost a month. Like I try to keep like okay. two, two and a half weeks. Um, when I first started out, it was way longer because I was using um, smaller things in a very slower, like a much slower mm-hmm. method. Um, mm-hmm. Now I have like a huge wax melter that just cracks out like a bunch mm-hmm. of candles. So like I could really mm-hmm. test as yeah, many as I right. want in one kill. Um, so it's much faster, but typically like two weeks, um, sometimes three, just depending like what the goal is, like what the intent is. Um, and if I don't get it right, I yeah. just kind of put it, keep testing it in the background and just kind of like put out what is absolutely necessary for whatever launch I'm doing. So definitely. Not too yeah. Long. Yeah. So oh, I'm sure you constantly have candles burning. Oh Your fiance's probably like <laughs> another one. <laughs> Let me tell you, I might as well just like leave one in the subway and like everywhere I go because I have like that, like there's, they're everywhere. <laughs> All your gifts, you're like, I got you this candle. Oh my God. I hope you like it. It's so embarrassing. Cause they're like, what are you getting me this year? It's an exclusive. <laughs> It's an exclusive, and it's not sold because it was a yeah. test. Anyway, I hope you like it. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, friends and family. You know what your Christmas gifts are this year. Surprise. You know, <laughs> you know I honestly, that. I, I would absolutely I, like that. Same, <laughs> honestly. Um, so kind of like backtracking back to the beginning of Anika, what was kind of that, I, I mean, I know we talked about like the inspiration behind it, but what was that like first few steps of, okay, this is actually going to be a thing. And like, I'm going to actually do this. What did that kind of look like? So it's interesting because I never, if you ever want to start a business, like you're going to be in the same mindset when I explain this. So I never really knew what I wanted to do with it. Like I knew that I liked mm-hmm. it. Like I wasn't, I was in the head headspace of like, is this a hobby? Like, do I want to make this a brand? Like, what do I want to actually yep. do? Um, so aside from fashion, I love fashion. And this is where, this is kind of like, it's, I have like a love and hate for fashion for a lot of different things, but that's why I wanted to have my own thing. So, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of that kind of like, I learned in college, like it's great, it's so crazy. Um, at the time when I started the brand, it was solely a hobby. I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is fun. I know how to do it, great. Then I was like, no, but I can make this something bigger because I have a purpose, you know, and like how great would it feel for me to actually have something of my own? You know, like that that's kind of what motivated me. Um, And then I started getting into the fashion world and like working in the industry. And I've been doing in the industry for like almost six years and I still I'm still pushing my brand. And like I still don't see it as a hobby because, Mm. you know, like there's just more to it. Like I literally have like my own avenue even though this, the field is so saturated as it is. So starting out, I always felt like, okay, yes, you're natural. Yes, you. this is your reasoning or whatever. But do you see that in the market? Like, how can you mm. give that back to people? Because people are just so used to, like, buying what they buy. Like, they're, they go mm-hmm. get Dove. They go get whatever soaps and yeah. candles that they're used to getting, right. which is fine. 
But what's missing in in general, I don't see a lot of like educational factors with that, um, okay. which is kind of what sets me apart um, and what I've been kind of like trying to work on and highlight with the brand in general. Um, being natural, being sustainable, because um, people just, it's hard to be sustainable. Let me just say that. But yeah, yeah. when you're, you know, like when you have a goal and like <laughs> you really want people to like hear you, like you're going to keep doing it at all costs. So that's kind of like totally. what motivated me and kept me. You have a message. Exactly. Exactly. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I love that. And I do, I think it's a major point that like not only is being sustainable hard, but it's also more expensive and you have to. Like, it's going to take you way more time to make sure that not only do, like, your sources, set, like, or, you know, maybe your packaging or whatever, it does not, not only does it just say it's sustainable, is it actually sustainable? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, because I feel like that's something that I've seen a lot like, recently. This is kind of like another different, it's not exactly the same, but, like, things that say they're, like, target clean mm-hmm. that aren't actually clean. They're just target yep. clean. Yeah. So, like, things like that, I feel like you just have to pay, like, close oh, attention sure. to. Um, but then that's, like, people yeah, so I feel, getting... That's like people like the educate like I said the educational factor of that like when you go to these websites and you see like Target Clean or whatever and you go to the actual source and they don't explain to you or they don't have like right. videos or whatever you're yeah. kind of like uh, but are you like you're right. how exactly. pro- basically proving your you know your point yeah yeah so. yeah exactly but I feel like um, I I've, like like you said having that purpose to start is what kind of keeps you going and all that stuff yeah. so. I love that, and I feel like that's obviously really important. Um, okay, so talking a little bit about SCAD, I love asking these questions yeah, about SCAD. Ask away. Who doesn't go there. Um, <laughs> I'm like, me, the person who does not go to SCAD. Um, so you said what you majored in. Kind of what were the biggest takeaways from school? Just in general, obviously not everybody listening's interested in SCAD, but for people who are like, okay, I want to start my own business, but like, you know, or maybe deciding, should I go to college? Shouldn't I go to college? Kind of what are the big takeaways from your program and going to college that you've carried into your business? So, ooh, that's a great question. That's great. I know I mentioned like mood boards and stuff, but um, I feel like SCAD is, because we're so crammed to like learn so much in a short period of time, um, it was super challenging and like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I lost yeah, a lot a of lot. sleep. <laughs> it is, it is Same. a lot. It's, I'm, yep. I'm still here, girl, I'm alive, I'm yeah. living. <laughs> Yeah. But, yeah, it was it was so challenging because like you had to cram all this information and then you're like, oh, damn, yeah. I have to find a job. Oh, damn, like I have to do all this stuff. But um, yeah. the biggest takeaway from school in general, um, I knew I wanted to go to college for a lot of different reasons. My parents, like my parents, my brothers, um, I'm the only one that actually went to college, got a degree or whatever. Thank the Lord. Um, but I wanted to kind of like not only give that to myself, but like to my family and like make my mom proud mm, yeah. aside from, you know, mm-hmm everything else I love and like really challenge myself. Um, I lived in Florida. This is like a little backstory. I'm getting there. But (laughs) I lived in Florida and like I didn't want to be stuck. You know, like I I really just didn't want to be like there and like no shade to my friends. I love my friends and my family down there. But like they're stuck and like they they don't Mm, see like the rest of the world. Like I'm so thankful I got to see Atlanta. Savannah, like all these places. I'm here in New York now. This is actually mm-hmm. my hometown, but yeah, <laughs> brings me back to SCAD. Um, I took a lot of the process element of SCAD into what I'm doing in my business. So the mood boards, the time frame. I'm so yeah. good with time management. It's insane. Like I, I'm literally 
my agenda is filled with so much stuff, but like I'm able to pace out of my head. I have a real job that's, thank God, flexible. Mm-hmm. I, I usually work from home. Mm-hmm. Um, but even that, like, okay, at seven o'clock, I'm going across the street and make candles. At eight o'clock, I have to go package orders. At this, you know, like I'm able to like do that. And part of that, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't really be able to do if SCAD wasn't a part of that. <laughs> Because I had to, like, you know, like, you would know, like, SCAD, you have to, like, read, you have to study, you have an exam, then you have to go to this online class, and then you have to go over here and buy some supplies and do, you know, like, you're constantly back and forth, and then you lose sleep. But, like, now in my Mm -hmm. adult life, I do sleep, but still, like, I'm able to have that time management. For for those of of you who don't know, SCAD is different, where we do quarters, not semesters, so it's 10 weeks of a lot a lot work. of work yeah yeah a lot, yeah. A lot, a lot. yeah my semester is 16 weeks i think so yeah. that's like literally almost like cut in half. yeah i could not it's it's, it's a it's lot so much yeah and i think i was working yeah. i was working a full-time job while i was at scad so i'm like oh my god dude, yeah, I was yeah doing right now lot. right now i'm doing <laughs> right now i'm 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 in grad school for scad and i'm doing three okay. classes and working part-time two different jobs yeah so like it's, it's a normal it's thing a though believe it or not love it yeah no that's literally just how the world works but I guess kind of on that same vein um obviously like we are talking about there's a lot for you to handle working a traditional Mm -hmm. job you know like a a nine-to-five um and running your business so what are kind of your tips for managing your time I guess kind of that you learned at SCAD but also that you've just learned yourself like how do you keep yourself accountable you have to like know yourself first of all like Mm. it's funny that you say that um I'm sorry I'm throwing shade I'm not gonna say the name but (laughs) there is somebody that um worked at my real job um at an assistant level that really did not know how to manage their time and be honest with themselves Mm -hmm. and that's like Mm -hmm. red flag times a thousand and I say that because it's like you know as an individual how much you can handle like let's let's be honest if you know you have a wedding to go to and you have I don't know an order to get out and you have school or homework or whatever you know which one is going to slack off like out of all those tasks when you downplay yourself and you're like oh I can do it I can do it cool overachiever I'm I'm here for it but at the same time like come on like are you actually going to yeah (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I say um, literally knowing yourself, like, you know what you could handle. Mm. If you don't know, then I, I'm sorry. You got to like, you really have to do some self. Like, you just got to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Because if you don't know, like, you're really just yeah. setting yourself up for failure. We are going to take a quick break to hear from this week's sponsor. Have you been told that you can make money in your sleep only to realize that it's actually an insane amount of work? Taylor Brands helps that. With its AI-powered platform, you can get your side hustle a logo, website, professional domain name, designs for social media, and even an LLC if you want to go completely legit. It's all just a few clicks away and can be done in one day. If you're anything like Katie and I, you're probably sick and tired of hearing all the hacks for starting a business that don't actually work. And that's why we love Taylor Brands. Whatever your idea is, you can make it look completely legit and actually start selling right through the Taylor Brands platform. And you can even get your LLC just by filling out a 10-minute form. And we got you a discount code. Love it. It is Aesthetic40. Just go to taylorbrands.com and use code Aesthetic40. That is A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C 40 at taylorbrands.com using code Aesthetic40 for 40% off. 
Um, totally. Yeah. 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 And I feel like being honest with yourself is important too, because like you said, it can be really easy, especially like I did this in college all the time right. where I would just sign up for a thousand bajillion things and convince myself I can do yes. it. And I think it's super easy in college because you're like, okay, it's building my resume. Like I need to do right. all these things. When in reality, I've learned that it's so much better to do the things that you can do yes. well and not a bunch of things like half ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel like being honest with yourself and being like, okay, even setting these are the things that I have to get done. Absolutely. Yeah. Even setting priority. Like there's nothing wrong with doing oh, as right, much as you right. want to do. It's just like, what is a priority? That's that's another part yeah, of the what, process. What is okay to slack? Because like, exactly. yeah, maybe like, you know, like for me, I mean, it, it sucks. But like for me, I'm doing too much right now. So like, mm-hmm. yes, it sucks. But like, I don't be leaving the apartment like and yeah. that sucks but mm-hmm. like right now it's 10 weeks like I yeah. can I can deal with 10 weeks to be able to graduate for my master's degree like whatever right. um but I also think another point of like being honest with yourself I think a lot of us think like oh my employer wants this of course like in the traditional job sense but like my employer wants me to do x y and z plus a thousand and like that's what they want from me or that's what they want to hear but i think in reality an employer like a manager or a boss or whatever wants to you to be honest and like they want you they would much rather have you say like to be honest i think that might be too much can we zero it back down to like 80 percent instead of that 100 because then you're setting that you're saying okay i can manage this and i will 100 percent get this to you rather than being like yeah totally and then you half-ass it or don't get it in in time or whatever but what's crazy is you i'm so glad you said that so the guy (laughs) the assistant (laughs) we we just let him go but or he let himself go let me just say that however he wasn't i just gotta say i'm like i'm not surprised it's a guy (laughs) that's what everybody men haters on here are just sometimes but like girls get Girls get their shit done. Let's talk about it because it's not that (laughs) difficult. (laughs) No, I trust me. As soon as he left, people were like, you know, well, he's a guy. Like whatever. (laughs) It's so true though. But I say that to say because he had such difficult. I literally would tell him because I was getting ready to be. I'm getting ready to be a manager at my job, so I was getting ready to tell him like, hey. I know I'm going to be your boss soon. I need you to tell me what you can handle. Like, seriously. Right. You don't have to yeah. put up this front yeah. and tell yeah. me you can do it all because I can't even do it all. And I'm telling you that. Right. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's also really important to, when you're running your own business, obviously there's not a manager who's going to be like, are you getting your things yeah. done? So I think it's like, don't give yourself an unrealistic launch yep. date if you know mm-hmm. that you can't do it. Yeah. Don't give yourself, you know, don't make say I need to make a hundred candles for this launch if that's not something you can oh, do sure. just make less you know give yourself realistic goals and I feel like that's something that is so hard when you're running your own business especially if you're doing it um full-time and really need to oh like make money off of it you're thinking like the more I do the more money I'll make yep. like I've got to keep going but I think it's becomes unrealistic and then you just aren't meeting the standards yeah. that need to be met for you to have good customer service for people to be happy with your shipping times or for there not to be like issues with orders yeah. And obviously that's just a product-based business, but stretching yourself too thin is only going to hurt literally oh my gosh, everybody, yes. both <laughs> yeah, in a traditional work sense, as well as like when you're your own boss, which is obviously much harder. But mm-hmm. I want to hear kind of like what a regular day looks like for you. So like how, you know, if somebody's like, oh, I work full-time too, kind of what, how do you make it work? Just a normal day, even though no days are normal, what Never is normal. your typical schedule? So typical <laughs> schedule, I'm going to give you like my actual 
go to work schedule instead of work from home because mm-hmm. work from home is a little flexible. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I usually work from nine to six, but if I go into the office, I'm in the office from like nine to three, like for fitting, doing all that, whatever. Usually what my day looks mm-hmm. like is I commute, take the train. Um, I don't, it's shame on me, but I, I literally have no time to like feed myself breakfast. Like it's, it's sickening, but like, <laughs> I'm also the type of person where I, when I wake up too early, I'm like, ah, but I'm not hungry yet. Like, I'm not, like, hungry. Same. I get yep. sick. I feel yeah. sick. Yeah. Yeah. So I eat, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. And then when I get to work, I'm like, okay, like, 10, 11, like, breakfast me. <laughs> so yeah. I'm at work. Yeah. I'll do a fitting. But if I ever need to um, step out early, like, luckily, my boss is very, like, thank God, flexible. I can mm-hmm. just say, hey, I'm leaving out early. I have an order to work on <clears throat> or um, whatever the situation is. But mm-hmm. mostly I'm there until 3. Um it takes me like roughly like two hours to get back home because like gosh commuting here is like it's so ass like i hate it so much it's the worst thing in the world because you get a mixture of kids on the train people come from work and then there's me and i'm just like holding on like smush next to everybody (laughs) yeah Yeah. so yeah that's like my typical day but when i leave work um i usually have a plan of how much i can handle before i go to bed bedtime is (laughs) about like 10 11 just depending what i have to do um i usually make a goal to like come straight here this is like my office home um Mm -hmm. i'll look at like any pending orders any pending wholesale orders write those down um then i'll go into my studio um, which is across the street and i'll either work on current orders or prep for future orders um, mm-hmm. And then that way, when I have the weekend or a work from home day, I could just go in and like kind of multitask between the two, either making candles or packaging yeah. pan- candles. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. usually I kind of like I don't like to set up too much after work because I know I'm going to be tired from a fitting. Um, I right. work off yeah. of like, you know, when you're around too many people, you kind of take on their energy. And you're just tired. Yes. Yeah. So I try not yep. to like overwhelm myself like as soon as I leave work. But that's like typically what my days look like. Yeah, and we talked in last week's episode about, like, knowing your energy <clears throat> levels um, and, like, following your energy levels. And I feel like that's important, too, yeah. like we're talking about, knowing how much you can handle. Also, like, you knowing if you have to go into work, maybe don't try to do a whole wholesale Absolutely. order. Like, just, that's just not going to – it's not going to happen. And then you're just going to go to bed and be like, I never want to do that again. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I feel like burning yourself out is, like – burnout happens all the time. But clearly you've done a good job of not burning yourself out because you've been doing this for a while. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's so it's, – I tell you, it's crazy. <laughs> But luckily I have, um, it's nice to be a small business owner because you have that flexibility to communicate with customers like a real person. You don't have to be so like Mm, corporate or whatever. Corporate, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I have, I literally was supposed to ship out a wholesale order yesterday. It's shipping tomorrow. But I've been working with this, this wholesaler for like two years now. So I'm like, hey, no sponsorship Wednesday. Guess what? Friday. It's late. late. You'll get it next week. Yeah. And Again, that's with like the honesty. Like people appreciate it. They'd rather that than you be like, I um <laughs> forgot or <laughs> I yeah, right. work uh somebody else at work did something and then now and then anyway no. it's just better to just be like, Listen, I sorry. I'm tired. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm tired. Just got crazy and now I'm gonna ship it on Friday. Yeah, yeah and people are really understanding. Or I'm good for it too. I'll either like if it's a customer, exactly. I'll give them an extra can or like a little two ounce something like exactly. just saying, Hey, I know this is late. Sorry. Won't happen again. Apologies. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like customer service is also, like, something that's really important as a yeah, small business owner, too. for sure. Um, and, like, like being honest with that and all of that stuff is 
always good to do because then when those mistakes or slip ups happen, then people are forgiving because yeah. you're nice. Sh- I'm so nice. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous how nice I am. Like I've had some mean people and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to block you because I could say some mean things. I really can, but I won't. <laughs> That's it. I love it. Professional queen. It, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so finally, our last question before we move on to random questions. So if someone is maybe, let's say, like leaving college or just in really any stage of their life and they have an idea for a business, but they don't know where to start, what would your advice be for that person? Oh, my God, research. Research and try everything you can Mm -hmm. because that's what I did. Um, I have friends that are starting small businesses and like, they're so overwhelmed because like there's just so much information and like yeah who like i get it because you don't know where to start you don't know what's right you don't know what's wrong um you just know you want to try it um i would say research like no matter what it is whether it's like a podcast a candle business i don't know um you want to be a lawyer whatever like research everything yeah. yeah if you could talk to people that's great. I have like a whole mm-hmm. network of like different makers aside from candles that I, I'm just friends with because I may be doing yeah. something that I'm lacking on and they're doing something I like. Right. And I'd be like, hey, like, what do you how do you do this? Just to, exactly. you know, just to know. And like, I think people are intimidated by that because they're like, oh, everybody's mean. But like small people business are so life, much you're more safe. willing to talk to you. Like even, <clears throat> yeah. even yeah. in the mean corporate world, like people are actually nicer than you think. And yeah, there are some yep. jerks, but like people also, they started at some point. Yeah, so oh, they, for sure. They understand that and they, they want to help you most of yeah. the time. There are assholes, I, but you know. Yeah, most of the time. The, the company I work for now <laughs> is a startup brand. And like, that's part right. of the reason why mm-hmm. I wanted to work there because they're a startup just like I'm a startup. And I wanted to see what yeah, they're awesome. doing. I, I literally get like, it's very, God, I'm not even going to say the name of the brand, but it's very like maker-esque like we're doing mm-hmm. a lot in the office like ourselves yeah, everyone's doing everything like everything's <laughs> happening you can see it all yes yeah. you have to wear every single hat in the book um but it doesn't look like yeah. that on instagram it looks like we're a big company but we're not you know so exactly. like i like seeing yeah. you know that behind the scenes and i ask questions with certain people i connect with a lot of different mm-hmm. people so i that's like my biggest advice like research um try stuff out when i started candles i got a whole kit just to see if I would even like it and I did mm-hmm. and then yeah. boom I, I made it my own so that's exactly yeah. I love it <clears throat> yeah I feel like trying things is really valuable too because yes, for sure. everybody like you said yeah you have to get that edge so you know yeah ask people what they do grab a bunch of things and then try everything out and see like what fits for you because obviously like you need to figure out what's going to set you for apart. sure but love that advice Okay, so let's do random questions. Today's are weird. I love them. <laughs> um, so the first one's really specific. It is, what is your favorite step in your skincare routine? Oh, shoot. And Brittany, you, you go first. We, I know you mentioned you're, and you're on your skincare grind because you're going to get married Yes, yeah, so I'm getting married this year in November. <laughs> Time is flying. And I, thank you. <laughs> I know nothing about skincare. I, I literally thought it was just like, wash your face, pat it, lotion, that's it. But I hope for the best, yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> but... I actually work with somebody that is, she's super into, she has beautiful skin. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I asked her where her routine was, and it kind of inspired me. So, she has, like, a really extensive one where it involves, like, what you eat. I'm, I can't do that. Like, I love candy, and I love, like, (laughs) you know, like, I'm into all of that. So, I don't know about food. Mm -hmm. But 
my typical um, routine is I use a brand called Mel, wait, Mel, sorry. Um, okay. And I also use another brand called Tula, which is it Tula? Yeah, I think I, it's that, Tula. that exists. It's like teal. It's 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 a nice brand. But I use Tula because I have really bad like breakouts like once a month. Um, mm-hmm. So I use that for like my acne um, and like spots or whatever. But I also have like dark spots. So I use another brand called Berry Clear. So what that looks like is with Mel, Mel is like my clean and hydrate. So I have a toner. Um, well, I have, I'm sorry, I have a face wash, then I have a toner and then I have a, a serum. And then I have like, a, like a actual hydrating cream situation. But then there's a, a SPF 30 ordeal. Wow, the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You can't forget that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I only use that if I go outside. Okay. Fair <laughs> so for me, Inside. Never. Love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, for you, you're good. <laughs> for the dark. And then like my last step is like if I have like any acne scars or whatever, I'll use like a, mm-hmm. a serum called Berry Clear that um, just kind of rids that and lightens it up. Um, I had like a really bad one on my chin that's getting lighter, so it's working. But that's like basically it. I try not to go any, like four steps is like, four to five is like my max. Like anything after that, I start forgetting like the order. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, some people have like 10 steps, it's so crazy. Can't do it. I know it's it's insane. I'm very simple because uh, my dermatologist told me to be, so I said okay. <laughs> but I use okay. So for a while, I used the Sunday Riley. Um, I don't remember what it's called, but it was the moisturizer, and it smells like almonds. Oh, okay, that's all I can remember about it. But like it did that. cost so much money, and I was like, I can't be spending this money anymore. Like I don't have the money for, for this. real. So, yeah, it's uh, skincare is next level. It's so but I recently got um, a while back. I was like, okay, let me try this. Just this big ass CeraVe moisturizing lotion. Like yep. you know, those big. Yeah. They're huge. It is amazing, and I have acne as well, and I use like prescription cream. Mm-hmm. Um, Your skin and looks it great. Me out really, really. Thank you. <laughs> it depends on the time of the month, honestly. Um, Same. <laughs> it really, it just, it was just bad. But yeah, so I, um, my, the CeraVe moisturizing lotion has replaced my expensive Sunday Riley. So if, if you are looking for a good moisturizer, if you use any acne products or just have dry skin, then that is my recommendation. Noted. And that is my favorite part of my skincare routine. Or honestly, my um, Laneige lip sleeping mask. It's not really skincare, but it kind of is. That, that's probably my favorite part. I love it. It smells so good. It sounds so oh, short and sweet. You. <laughs> yeah, easy. I'm, I'm very easy um so for me i kind of have a similar th- well similar in some senses but i had i think a long time listeners probably remember in like last summer i had that whole weird skin thing where i was having to go to the dermatologist like multiple times a month it was really annoying but your but skin looks great then, also i'm like wait <laughs> She's made it back. She's made it back. Had like a weird, like it was swollen. It was gross. Um, But so since then, I also have like dermatologist stuff. That's like really, it's like about moisturizing, and that stuff is also kind of like I mean, it's a prescription, but some of some of the products are kind of expensive. But I was using like Origins moisturizer, but that again is very expensive. And what ended up happening was Austin, my fiance is so bad with skincare like he does not he uses this like it's basically like acid for like his face wash like it's straight up like burns you like i'm like don't use that like your face is like red when you like don't don't do does that. it not burn um, not like the acid face wash. exactly it, no, it's literally well it's like not the acid. it's like 
salicylic acid for like acne. Oh no, that's like, not. That's horrible for your skin. But it's like, it's yeah. like horrible. <laughs> yeah, and so um. Anyways, he also doesn't use a moisturizer, so I was like, all My right, go to the too. store. <laughs> yeah, I was like, go to the store. And then, I swear to God, they just like they get in the shower and then they have perfect skin. I'm like, they're like water. What? Glowing oh skin, God. long eyelashes. He just, oh God, the eyelashes. He just texted. <laughs> the eyelashes. I thought he was out getting me dinner, to be honest, but he's apparently still home and he just texted me. It's doctor recommended whatever. Austin. <laughs> That doctor's stupid. His acid skincare. Yeah. Anyway, um, Alexis, what's your favorite? Not Austin's. Okay, well, I'm getting there. So he bought this okay. CeraVe moisturizer, and he was like, this is stupid, and didn't use it. So then we had this huge thing of CeraVe. It's so good. So I started using it, and then I actually liked it. And it's, like, cheap. It's it so good. It doesn't, like, mess with It my, lasts, like, 300 years. No, so. I've had it for like, so it, long. I've had it for, like, probably, like, six, like, yeah, mm, like three months, months at this point. Yeah, and I, it, it doesn't even. It doesn't look but right. no, it's huge. It's not that expensive for like the amount that you're getting, and it's awesome. um, it doesn't mess with my like dermatology issues. So All right. definitely, I hear a lot of good things about issues. that brand though. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely. so good. It's very just like simple. It doesn't have any sense, but that may be my next. Um, I love it. I may have to transition over. It's so cheap. It's just so cheap. Yeah. It's so good. Um. Okay, so last and final question is, and this one needs a little bit of explanation. Okay. <laughs> Alexis wrote it, and I looked at her, and I was like, Alexis, what does this mean? Um, so it's, what is your favorite spring scent? But not like your favorite spring candle or your favorite spring perfume. It's like, what's your favorite scent that reminds yeah, you of like spring? Yeah, like what when you think of spring, mm. like what comes to mind? Not like if yeah. you were at a candle store, what would you buy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Brittany, you can start. So this is going to be really – I'm gonna. it's going to sound weird, but – I have this thing with honey. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why. It doesn't necessarily like too much remind me of spring, but like I guess because like flowers and stuff are like blooming, mm-hmm. especially here in yeah. New York City. Like you go to the park and like you smell like the fresh cut grass and like pretty mm-hmm. flowers. Yeah. But like you also see like bees and like I, I don't know. I just feel like it starts to smell like a mixture of honey and a mixture of fresh cut grass. Does yeah. that make sense? I love that. You know, yeah. like. Not like the muggy kind though, like, like fresh, literally fresh grass. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I think that would be that. It's the best. That's the best. Mine (laughs) is, and this is kind of summer too. But for me, I think of spring because spring is usually the first time that I go to the beach. But I really like the smell of like sunscreen in the air. Okay. Yeah. Like not, you know, not like that. Not when you're spraying sunscreen on yourself, but like, I feel like especially when I go like for a walk or something, people have started to decide that it's time to use sunscreen again and they always like, smell faintly of sunscreen. Yeah. I just think it smells so good. I actually like that too. I don't mind that. Yeah. Yeah, the Replica Beach Walk perfume, it's like slightly sunscreeny, but like but in a, a little, nice way. like fresh as well, a little oceany yeah. too. Not in like it an overwhelming way. So I love but it. But it also it's puts like you in the mood. It's like, ooh, like, yeah, do I need to go right. to the beach? <laughs> right. Should I book a trip? Yeah, it's, yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. Definitely. Alexis, what's yours? I feel like I can guess what yours is, but I don't know. Um, <clears throat> let me guess. Oh. Alexa. Literally every Stop. time that she says my name. Every time. She just wants to be a co-host. Yeah, she's, <laughs> Clearly. She's our third co-host. Um, she's crazy. Okay, so my parents, I live in Vermont. Um, oh, I still cool. live here. I was born and raised here, and my parents live in like the country and in like a dirt road um and when I was in high school like we don't my parents refused to get air conditioning so annoying um but 
basically, once it started to get to, it was like that weird like transitional period where in the, in the spring, where like in the winter, obviously in Vermont, no windows are gonna be open. But yeah. then mm-hmm. in the summer, we'd have like a million fans because it's so hot outside that you don't want to like open the window. Um, mm-hmm. But in the spring, I could start to, I could like, that was the time that I could open the window. And so I would leave the window like wide open while I was sleeping. So it wasn't too hot. And just waking up in the morning after it had rained, Ugh, that, and like so it's good. literally in the, and it's, and like my parents' house is like in the woods. So like there's I no live in your Vermont dream life. Yeah, like there's no sounds of like cars. It's like oh, literally that's like peace. I would wake I would wake up. Yeah. I, I this sounds like I'm lying. I'm not. I would wake up and like peek my head out and there had been like a couple times where like a couple deer were like in our yard. Oh, yeah. And wow. it's like do and I'm like, "Oh, okay. Yep. That's so nice. I get it. I get why my parents moved here. Um but also I don't want to live there." So. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, well, that was a great episode. Thank you so much for coming on, Brittany. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you, where they can buy your candles, all that good stuff. All right. So I am solely – well, I have a Twitter, but we're going to talk about Instagram today because Twitter is a little (laughs) not active. (laughs) You can follow follow Anianco at A-N-I-A-N-D dot C-O. That's also the website name, so www.ani.com. A-N-D.co. We're not a dot com. So love there's it. that. I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. And our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co., Alexis Adams Aldrich, and Ani and Dot Co. Got and it. we <laughs> will talk to you next week. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.